Welcome to Inside Pediatrics, a podcast brought to you by Children's Hospital of Alabama in Birmingham. I'm Tiffany Kazaroski, and today we're talking about a unique collaboration between Children's Hospital of Alabama and the Lakeshore Foundation here in Birmingham. I have with me here today Rhett Wheeler, who's the Director of the Physical and Occupational Therapy Department at Children's of Alabama, and Dr. Drew Davis, who is Division Director of Pediatric Rehabilitation Medicine at Children's and a professor in the Department of Pediatrics at the University of Alabama at Birmingham, or UAB. So welcome, you guys. Thank Thank you. So this is a very unique collaboration between Children's and the Lakeshore Foundation. And just to let everyone out there know, the Lakeshore Foundation is a sports and fitness recreation facility for people who have disabilities, and they also are a training facility for the Olympics and Paralympics. They are a world-renowned organization right here in Birmingham, and now Children's Hospital of Alabama has partnered with them through our physical occupational therapy departments uh, to form this collaboration. So Dr. Davis, give us an idea of how this collaboration came about. We've been working together with Lakeshore Foundation for over a decade. I've been on faculty here for about 13 years, and from the time I started, Lakeshore has always had a strong presence in Birmingham. They've been uh, active not only locally, but nationally and internationally for for many, many years. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we've always attempted to get our patients plugged in with the programs and services that they have at Lakeshore. Um, You know, as a physician, I understood the benefits of physical activity, Mm -hmm. the opportunity for new experiences that individuals that have have newly acquired physical disabilities or impairments could have at Lakeshore. Right. Um, But there's really no substitute for someone going and seeing it for themselves. And so the the challenge that we recurrently had over the years was telling people about this great thing, but you got to see it to believe it. Right. And even though it's right over the mountain, just a few miles as the crow flies from the hospital, Um, we found that, well, there are certain families that get over there and and they dive in and they take full advantage, but there's far too many that just never quite make it over there. And sometimes it's because they don't have the means to get their transportations a barrier. Sometimes it's just all the competing issues that are going on when you have a new injury or a new diagnosis, multiple doctor's appointments, therapy appointments, they just never quite get over there. Right. It's one more thing added to the list. It's one more thing on the Mm -hmm. list. When in reality, in my mind, it's like, this is the golden opportunity that's potentially more important than anything else we're going to do for you. You know, Mm -hmm. you come to the hospital to have your life saved, to be stabilized, to get a treatment plan. But once we save your life, living your life again occurs in the community. And Mm -hmm. Lakeshore Foundation exists in the community. So that was sort of the, uh, the perspective from which I started to think more about how could we expand this collaboration. Mm-hmm. And um, about six years ago now, when my son was born, I read uh, the book written by Mike Stevens, the founder of the Lakeshore Foundation, um, about his experience, his life experience that led him to establish the Lakeshore Foundation. And it just, in my mind, solidified even more the fact that we need to do something differently. And so when I got back from uh, being at home with a new baby, Mm -hmm. um, we started having some more direct conversations with administration at Children's of Alabama, Lakeshore Foundation, about what are some ideas about ways that we could collaborate more in the future. And so from that, the idea of actually having a facility on the campus of Lakeshore Foundation where kids could get medical rehabilitation services and therapy services was Mm -hmm. born. And then there was a number of years that passed for that plan to be implemented, but that's where we are today. And so now we do have this bright, shiny new facility on the campus of the Lakeshore Foundation. And Rhett, what qualifies a patient to be treated at our facility at Lakeshore? 
Right. So the kids that we have really targeted initially have been kids that we feel like really needed to have a transition into more of a community-based model for rehabilitation, Uh, kids that we felt like would really benefit from some of the resources that Mm -hmm. Lakeshore has to offer in terms Mm -hmm. of uh, facilities and adaptive sporting programs. Mm -hmm. As Dr. Davis mentioned um, years ago, we were having issues just being able to get patients over there, Mm -hmm. um, having kids who kind of were going through different stages of grief and things Mm -hmm. like that, that even after they discharge, if we didn't get the opportunity to take them to show them those things, then they may not have been even interested in seeing those things. So we're getting a lot of kids maybe who've come off the inpatient rehabilitation service who were considering uh, transitional rehab kids um, who we are really just trying to plug in and see these are the opportunities for you um, your life is not over. There, right. There is so much potential. There's a lot that you have to offer and a lot that Lakeshore and Children's has uh, to, to offer you. So we're mm-hmm. seeing kids who have sustained traumatic brain injury, a spinal cord injury, who have um, had stroke, or maybe they have transverse myelitis. Maybe they have um, chronic conditions like spina bifida or even cerebral palsy. Right. You know, Lakeshore is not... Um, you know, limited by diagnosis or diagnosis or or age, and start start kids and babies even in the water. You know, before they're walking. So, sure. um, so we're trying to just be available to the patients mm-hmm. that we feel like would benefit the most out there. So it's not a direct referral to mm-hmm. Lakeshore as much as it is a referral to our therapy departments mm-hmm. um, for physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy to those services, and then making those judgments. Um, mm-hmm. And it's obviously helpful. When we have kids that are on service and our therapists are already involved in helping make those decisions as to which kids would truly benefit from being at that location. And they have to be ready for that transition. You know, they may have certain services that they really need to have here at the hospital. Right. But then the Lakeshore collaboration and that facility is available when they're ready for that transition. And you guys make that make that call with them. Right. And I, I would really think of it as part of the continuum um, of mm-hmm. care that we have, because as Rhett said, therapy services occur in multiple locations that are affiliated with Children's of Alabama. Mm-hmm. And some children have very specific needs for very specific things. But just because they have a need here, say, at the main campus downtown, doesn't mean that they don't have a need at Lakeshore also. Some kids, in fact, will go back and forth between the two, just depending on what the focus and the goals of the therapy are at a given time. Sure. But I think all of us have in our mind, the goal would eventually be to have everybody have a gateway to pass through through Lakeshore because right. we've created such a compelling reason for them to be there mm-hmm. and such a great collaboration with Lakeshore that who wouldn't want to do that? Right. And I think when we were at the grand opening of the Lakeshore facility, uh, one of the patients said that she can look out the window from the children's facility mm-hmm. and see the Lakeshore Foundation, and it just brings hope to her. It just it lets her know all of the possibilities that are right. out there. And let's not forget, you know, they they train the wheelchair basketball team for mm-hmm. for the Paralympics, and right. and there are so many opportunities there. There's a swimming pool, mm-hmm. there's a gym, fitness area, and 
anybody can go there. Right. And I think there's a lot to be said to you, not only for just, you know, it's like real estate location, 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 being on the campus, mm-hmm. creating that proximity mm-hmm. helps people get one step closer. Mm-hmm. When you can hear someone preach the gospel of Lakeshore and what they're all about, not from a 46 year old balding guy, mm-hmm. but from someone who's shared your life experience, someone else mm-hmm. who is a wheelchair user, someone else who lost the ability to walk when they were a teenager. And now they're coping with life as a young adult. Right. Um, and they can tell their story to an individual who's having a hard time going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's really no substitute for that. That's Absolutely. not something that I can do as a physician. The beauty of Lakeshore is that, you know, when you walk on campus, you're not going to see physical therapists and occupational therapists and speech therapists and mm-hmm. kids in therapy. They're actually doing functional, real-life activities that are that are driven by themselves and right. kind of guided by coaches and, rec, you know, therapeutic recreation specialists and mm-hmm. volunteers. And, and they're participating in activities with their peers in similar age and um, ability right. type scenarios. Mm-hmm. And so we see particularly our location at Lakeshore as being one that is uh, more of an enabling and equipping and empowering mm-hmm. location where we're, mm-hmm. you know, we're not saying, hey, everybody's got to be in therapy all the time and we're going to be the ones that make people whole. It's, you know, people um, taking initiative, taking ownership, Mm -hmm. um, you know, setting goals and seeing a vision for themselves and what's possible. And then engaging in that along with people who have, you know, walked a similar road before alongside people who are walking in a similar condition at the time. Mm -hmm. And so there's just a a sense of, of community. Right. What kind of comments are you hearing patients say once they've been to that Lakeshore facility, what are they saying when they come back, maybe for an appointment visit here? Yeah, just recently um, there was an 18-year-old uh, who uh, was speaking to one of our therapists, and one of our therapists asked him what does you know, being at Lakeshore mean to him. And what he said was it, it means freedom that I can participate in things and use equipment there that other places may not have and gives him an opportunity to try things that he's not been able to try, that he loves the place. And in terms of just the benefits that he felt like he received is he felt like he could compete and win at things. He gets to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was concerned that he didn't want to get weak or small. And so, again, that's the that's the piece that we're really hoping for is that internal motivation that internal drive when Mm -hmm. kids see other kids young adults right and and i would add to that sort of on the other end of the spectrum you know from a young person who's able to articulate what this is meaning in their life Mm -hmm. one of the first families that i saw at our children's at lakeshore clinic was a family that had just moved to the area um, from california i believe had about an 18 month old um, diagnosed with cerebral palsy and um, they were being seen in this clinic, you know, mm-hmm. as reps saying, they walk through and there's pictures of kids in wheelchairs and with various types of physical impairments participating in sports and recreation. Right. And um, I spent part of my time welcoming them to our new clinic, telling them kind of what we're talking about today, how this collaboration came about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we spent part of that clinic visit me understanding the child's medical history and saying, yes, I agree with the diagnosis and let's get you plugged in with these services and early intervention and all the things that we typically do. Here's what we might do with tone management over the years. But most importantly, you're at the best place in the world you could be for a child with cerebral palsy. I want to show you about all these, show you all these programs that Lakeshore Foundation has that are water-based, land-based. Mm-hmm. They're going to meet the needs of your child at various stages of their development. And so hopefully... 
more and more children are just growing up with this is just part of their lives. It's not something special they do. Right. It's there from the get-go. It is a special thing. Mm-hmm. But they realize that they can do the same thing that other people, other children can do, their peers can do. They may do it in a different way, but but they can do it. And we talked about this being a unique partnership in your travels and, you know, you present at conferences and other places around the country. Uh, how unique is this partnership? I mean, I would say it's very unique. I don't think that there's any city that I can think of that has different organizations. When you think about the collaboration between Children's of Alabama, you know, Freestanding Children's Hospital, mm-hmm. Lakeshore Foundation, a freestanding um, sports recreation facility that's internationally recognized, UAB, the academic partnership with Children's, right. three entities that are collaborating in such a way um, that facilitates not only just community-based activities for kids, but outstanding clinical care and outstanding opportunities for research. I think it's really unique in the world. And there is some research going on, some collaborative research going on with UAB there. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. So the UAB Lakeshore Research Collaborative was established uh, when Dr. Jim Rimmer was recruited down a number of years ago to UAB. And so his uh, whole focus is understanding what it is about Lakeshore Foundation that improves people's lives because you can't really do a randomized controlled study of go to a community-based recreation center and see how your life gets better. Right. So you, we have to have researchers that are highly trained to, to understand what, what element of this and what element of that is the thing that really is making a difference and empowering someone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like any research in the world of rehabilitation. It's complex. The answers are not always exactly clear. And it's not usually one thing that's making the difference, but there's a huge effort to try to understand that so that the programs and services that they have are as evidence-based as they can be. When you receive a referral, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Davis, what's going through your mind? And then Brett will get your uh, your thoughts after that. Where does Lakeshore fit into the mix? We see patients um, from you know a few months of age up until early adulthood. And um, we see patients that have chronic conditions that they've been living with for years, sometimes a child with a new diagnosis that they were born with. And we see children that until two weeks ago, they were fully functioning and now they can't walk. Mm -hmm. And so children's at Lakeshore will fit in at different places for different children um, and maybe at different ages. Uh, but, But so I'm looking at not only what do they need from a therapy perspective and then Ultimately, what do I see as an ideal um, sort of community-based physical or fitness or recreation program for them? Mm -hmm. But what are their total needs? So if a child's still in the acute throes of recovery from illness and they have a tracheostomy tube and they're still requiring frequent suctioning of of that tracheostomy tube and they're having occasional seizures Mm -hmm. and other things that would benefit from being closer to the hospital, right. then that's a reason that I would say we may not send them out to Children's at Lakeshore yet. Or if there's a specific piece of equipment that I know that we have at one location but not at another, mm-hmm. then I may say, I think they should go here. But if it's a child that I think is an ideal candidate for wheelchair basketball and they're interested in sports, I'm going to say, look, I want you to go do PT at Children's at Lakeshore. Mm-hmm. And while you're over there, I want you to learn about this whole world of opportunities that you have. So, um, it's again it's it's specific for the child and their needs at the time absolutely and then from your perspective Brett we're looking at kids in terms of what program uh, sometimes even what therapists and skill sets um, what uh, facilities and equipment they're gonna 
uh, most match that patient's uh, needs and abilities. For, so, for instance, we have uh, thankfully been able to grow uh, robotics and mobility program here at the hospital in our outpatient setting. So frequently we'll have kids coming in from the inpatient side prior to making a transition to Lakeshore who may need to utilize uh, some of our more advanced robotic equipment. Um, so uh, the good thing is, is we do have a lot of flexibility and a lot of things that we can uh, offer to patients, and it's not always one size fits all. Right. So yeah. So Children's at Lakeshore is really part of the toolkit. Right, it's right. part of those options. It it expands our care that we can provide. So if anyone wants to learn more about Children's at Lakeshore, you can go to our website, childrensal.org slash children's hyphen at hyphen Lakeshore. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Thank Thank you. you for having us. Thanks for listening to Inside Pediatrics. More podcasts like this one can be found at children'sal.org forward slash inside pediatrics.